Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Leaf Sky Podcast. Here's your host, Jim Taddy. Hi, everybody. Jim Taddy here. Welcome to another edition of Leafs Guys. We start off season four in total. This is episode 130. Terry Koshan of the Toronto Sun will stop by and talk about the Leafs as we record this a day before they complete their preseason schedule. The roster pretty well set. Plenty to talk about. Before we get going, we're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of the week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. Here is the call to action. Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so so download the app now, sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for complete details. And so the Leafs go into their final game in Detroit on the preseason schedule with a record of 4-1-2 and coming off an overtime win over Detroit Thursday night at Scotiabank Arena. This roster looks good. I like what they've done up front. They've added some grit, or as the new general manager, Brad Treliving, says, some snot. It's in Todd Bertuzzi, Max Domi, Ryan Reeves, and also Matthew Nyes is playing with a considerable edge as he launches his first full season in the NHL. Blue line needs some work, in my opinion. The goaltending, well, we'll have to see what happens with Martin Jones as the roster is declared, whether they keep three or not, but that's open for debate. Let's listen to the conversation I had with Terry Koshan from the Toronto Sun. Terry, just as a, like a general reaction, I kind of like their forward unit. I, I still haven't figured out who the number three center is, but this is a good unit. Yeah, it is, Jim. And, you know, from the way things looked at practice today, like I know we've been talking a lot of Fraser Minton talk. Uh, he practiced more with the Marley group um, and, you know, he's going to play in Detroit on Saturday night. So perhaps we take him out of the equation after all the hype in the past week or so, which is fine. Um, so if that's the case, are you, are we looking at Pontus Holmberg there, you know, assuming that there's a fourth line of, of, uh, Gregor Kemp and, uh, Ryan Reeves, if they do sign Noah Gregor, which I believe they will. So yeah, it's, you know, that's, 
it's it's not a bad thing. Um, I like the way that Minton is really pushed in camp, but if it doesn't happen for him, that's fine. He can go back to Kamloops and and, uh, and uh, uh, dominate. But overall, it's um, you know it's a solid group. I think you're right. It just I still wonder where the pieces are going to fall when all is said and done. I don't mean for Wednesday night against Montreal in the opener, but I mean as we get into the regular season and where people uh, slot in. One guy I'm really intrigued by is Matthew Nyes. Do I think he's going to be a third-line player for a while here? Um, don't know about that. I think he's going to find his way onto Matthew's commander line at some point. But it, it is a really good group to start, I think. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, you know, the, the one thing about Minton, I will say, um, the added bonus is the chemistry he developed with Nyes. And so once you separate them and once the season starts, if you're going to turn your back in the chemistry, which they probably will, you want to know that Nyes can, can sort of advance because he really figured out how to use his body, didn't he? Yeah, you know, we, we saw glimpses of it in the playoffs, of course, really uh, against the uh, in that series against Tampa Bay, Jim, uh, before he got hurt in the, in the Florida series. And a continuation of that uh, into the preseason here. And just, uh, you know, he was a, he was made available to us in the development camp, the group that went to Traverse City. And, and you knew then that when he was off the ice, uh, you know, just wearing his hockey underclothes, he was he had put on, he just had that look to him, that physical look. And, uh, you know, still a young guy and everything, but really more physically mature than uh, some of these other uh, youngsters that they have. So, you know, that strength is there. The height is there. Will he still grow into his body? Yes, but we're already seeing the impact of the physicality. And, you know, like you say, it's that that, that strength, the ability to, to play along the boards, not knocking people over, which he might do at some point, but um, the shielding of the puck, he can stick the butt out a bit if you're getting down in the corners, and he just has that uh, that wherewithal to do those sorts of things uh, a hockey IQ-wise as well. So, Good taste of it last year in the playoffs. We all saw it. We see a continuation of it. There's no reason to believe that it won't keep going the regular season. If you're worried about him playing 82 games, uh, you know, the big jump from the college schedule in that regard, I would say don't be. It might catch up to him at some point, but the sports science uh, team at the Leafs is among the best, and, and they'll take care of him that way. So what we have here is Edge, Bertuzzi, Domi, now Nyes in the full season, and, and Reeves. I mean, really, there's one per line, which is a nice feature. Yeah, it is, and you know we'll see, we'll see how that all boils down. But I, I, I like the, I like the uh, that that part of it that these guys all bring. Uh, you know, Ryan Reeves has, has been, uh, I don't want to say a nice surprise in, in Camp Jim because he's been around for a long time, and we all know about Ryan Reeves. But you know, I, I think he has come in and done some some nifty things with the puck and, and been solid defensively. You know, Sheldon keeps saying last night after the game, it's been an efficient group for them when he's been on the ice and. And, uh, you know, Bertuzzi, maybe a little more time to mess with Austin and Mitch, uh, but that's okay, too. I mean, it's not like they've played together in all all seven of the uh, preseason games, so still bit to come there. I really like what Domi's done with Willie Nylander. I think that can only grow, and then with John Tavares now. So a little bit of that flavor on each line, which we all know the Leafs have needed. Will it, will it necessarily bleed down to the other guys? I don't know about that. They're not going to suddenly start playing with, with that type of element, but the fact you have it now, like you say, potentially uh, a piece on each line that could only bode well, I would think through the regular season. I, I think it's the best forward unit. And again, we still don't know that, that hole at the number three center spot, but, but if you push that off to the side, the rest of this is the best they've ever had, in my opinion. 
Yeah, you know what? As far as that free sea goes, Jim, like we're saying, it's not a big deal. They'll figure it out. They'll get somebody there. They trust Holberg if that's who it has to be. But um, yeah, it, it is. You know, you and then and who knows? I mean, if they, if they wind up going back, it doesn't look like they're going to do it now. But giving Willie Neander another look at center, it has happened in the past. I think we kind of forgot that when this was announced at the beginning of camp. There have been looks for him before. So there is that possibility to do that. Tomorrow, as we know, can play in the wing a bit if he has to. So you can move people around and not lock into one one uh, one set of 12 forwards, if you will. And, uh, you know, a guy like Nick Robertson, who probably isn't going to make it start, uh, if he's sent down to the to the minors without waivers, uh, you know, he'll be here to come up and, and prove that he belongs as well. So there is a little bit of that. I mentioned Noah Gregor. I think they will get him done, uh, you know, we're going to say I'm laughing end up fitting into all this, but uh, it, it is a, uh, a group that does have a lot of talent. There's no doubt. The blue line has numbers. I'm still not, uh, not totally sold on it. It seems to lack edge, but, but I, you know, I, it doesn't really matter how you start the season. They're going to tweak that as they go along. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Jim. I'm not big on, on what they have there right now as a group. Uh, individually, there are some good people, of course, good players, but overall, you still need that bite. You still need that physicality that Luke Shen brought and that Jake Muzzin brought before him. You always want to preface evaluation of any player by saying it is just a preseason, but uh, I think you can say that uh, Simone Benoit has struggled a bit and might not necessarily be that person uh, for them. I mean, he does bring that edge, but uh, other areas of his game, you'd like to see better before you can rely on him in a top six guy. But there's a lot of time now uh, between now and the, and the trade deadline in March and, 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 and uh, many months for Brad for living to assess this and, and realize what he needs. Now, I think he probably knows what he needs at this point, uh, you know, and, and what he will need during the regular season up to uh, when that trade deadline is in early March. But, um, you know, time to figure it out. There's going to be injuries. We're going to see other people here. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I like the depth on that blue line, Jim, as much as we did last year. And I mean, once you get past the number six, uh, you know, after, after uh, you know, Ben Watts, Lageson, and, and Lajoie, a couple of guys who do have a little bit of NHL experience, but um, they still need more there. And I don't think there's anybody, there's really not anybody right now to step in from the Marlies. As good as Miko Kokinen has been in training camp, maybe he'll be the next guy that gets a look, but uh, ready to step in and fill in for a while if there are, if there are uh, injuries. So, Time to get it done, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. It needs there, there's no doubt it needs more snarl. And you know how, how does Mark Giordano play at 40? You know that's yeah. about to reveal itself as well. And uh, you know, all due respect for him for making it this far at the age he is, but there are there is a reason why he is the only guy at that age now playing in the National Hockey League. It's just not done anymore. So. Well, I mean, the margins are thin back there. You're, you're asking really Klingberg to step in and make it an immediate impact, which yeah. could happen. Uh, but but I think if you took that blue line and matched it up in the division, you're going to find it's not it's not as good as other blue lines. Well, I'll just look at the, the two up-and-coming teams in the division, in Buffalo and Ottawa. They have real strengths on the blue line in youngsters. And yeah. uh, the, the Leafs just don't have that, 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 that type of player at those ages. Tim Villagrin is fine. I like him. He's not an Owen Power. He's not a Jake Sanderson. He's not a Jacob Shikrin when he's healthy. He's not a Rasmus Dahlin. So, those, yeah, those are the two that, that come right away. Of course, down in Tampa, we know what they have in Victor Hedman. And, uh, you know, 
Florida's got some injuries to start, but uh, you, you'd think that they'd be there in the end as well to some degree. The Boston Bruins, well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, you don't replace Bergeron if H.G. up the middle and assume that everything's going to be okay. But no, overall, uh, it's 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 going to be – it is a work in progress, and it's going to be for a while until Ultra Living does make adjustments to it. But I should stress, too, that it's not a bad group, but we know it can be better. It will yeah. be better. Well, I think, you know, the expectations are they, they uh, have a good playoff run finally. And, and uh, I just don't see it with a, with this group on the blue line. But we'll see. You have plenty of time to work that out. In yeah. goal, I think there, there might be a confidence between the pipes that, that we haven't witnessed in a while to start a season. Yeah, I would think so. You know, Ilya Samsonov coming off the season that he had. I know that the, the preseason here has been a little bit interesting for him, but uh, that's kind of been the way it's been for him in the past. And, you know, Joseph Wall appears to be ready to take that next step and be a, a regular NHL player. Uh, the, the the finger crossing now is what happens with Martin Jones. If you uh, come to put him on waivers, uh, you know, later on the weekend or in the Monday, what happens there is he claimed by another team that could happen. And then the Leafs are kind of back to square one in that regard because they don't have anybody else in the system who could step in and be that person with the NHL experience in the event of injury to Samson off a wall. But, if the two of them are healthy, I think there should be good feelings about it. We saw Wall come in last year and do what he did in a in high-pressure situation. He's a smart kid. Um, you know, he knows where, where the adjustments need to be made and where they need to be. And there's a little bit, you know, a little bit of uh, pride there, too, for the organization that they're finally, you know, they're getting close to having fully developed now a goaltender that they've drafted, right? So hasn't happened for a while. And Wall would be that guy. And you just, you know... The funny thing with the goaltending, Jim, is we I don't think we should get too wrapped up in how, how good it can be or great it can be when the playoffs start. I mean, you, you can, but what you need there is that person to get hot at the right time, that goaltending. We've seen a lot of the cup winners in the past several years. They don't necessarily have that that guy that would be vying for the Vezina Trophy year in and year out, unless you're Tampa Bay with Andre Vasilevsky. So get through the season healthy. We would imagine that there's going to be injuries. There always are at the position, but once the playoffs start, this is where you want to see them wrap up. But to start at least, I'm with you. It's it, Samson off is something to build off from last season, as does Wall, and there should be optimism there. Yeah, I don't know again what's going to happen with Jones, and, and that's um, could be a key thing because at some point they're going to need a good number three. But uh, yeah. whether or not uh, it's him will be decided over the next uh, couple of days. Uh, so when we look at this, the, the ultimate question, and this is the ultimate bit of mental gymnastics, is how do they fit under the cap? Because they're over right now. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, you know, Jones is, is, is obvious. You're not going to carry three goalies. You know, we'll see the, the Timmons injury, what they wind up, what winds up happening there. It looks like it's going to be a little bit longer term. Um, you know, do you try to get other guys through? If, if you sign uh, Noah Gregor, uh, you know, we're, let's go back to the, the forward issue that we were talking about and Holberg as the possible 3C. Well, he's one of the ones, one of the few that doesn't need waivers to go down. So you get that off the books. Robertson as well, you know, Nice doesn't either, but he's not going anywhere. So we'll have to see how that all comes out. But, you know, as you and I have discussed a lot in the past, Jim, uh, Brandon Pridham is one of the best at doing this. Yeah, Leafs resident capologist, and we know that a way will be found uh, between now and puck drop on Wednesday night. Uh, and I would imagine that in the spreadsheets on 
Brandon Kratom's computer, there are many more permutations of this that you and I could ever think of. Oh, so, yeah. without a doubt, just a few. <laughs> so, listen, it, it will get done. To, to the, the, I don't know if they play short. There are a lot of things that can happen here, but um, you know, it's. Uh, it, but at this way, the Leafs are not the only team in this position right now as rosters come to a head this weekend. Yeah, you just wonder, you know, if they've got a a, a a number three goaltender that somebody would be interested in, although the flip side of that is somebody else could assign to him, but uh, things change. Uh, and you've got probably an extra forward. I, I mean, you're looking at three million bucks. So so the Timmons uh, injury is only going to take up a third of that off the books. And again, Pritam has the stuff all figured out. We don't, but, but it just yeah. seems like there could be some sort of a deal there, but I don't know what kind of a market there is because everybody has a similar problem. Yeah, if you look at if you look at the teams across the league, it's not like the Leafs are dealing. They're they're the only team in this position. A lot of others are. You know, the Leafs are near the top of that. Don't get me wrong, but many others don't have a ton of cap space either, and you know, so they don't they they can't necessarily afford to take on many contracts or or any contract that the Leafs might leave the shed, but. Um, you know, we'll have to see. A guy like Martin Jones, Jim, I think he'd be attractive to a team like Tampa Bay, given the the, the back surgery for Parade Vasileski that's going to keep him out for for a couple of months now. And, uh, you know, I don't have all the rosters in front of me. You don't know what's going on with other goalies across the league, injury-wise necessarily, how long they might be out. But given the camp that he's had, he's proven that he – like the guy, he won 27 games in Seattle last year. I know we don't always go on wins to measure our goalies – uh, uh, worth uh, to, and all that sort of thing. Save percentage wasn't great, but the fact is he can still come in and do a fairly good job for you if you need him to. I think he's going to be attractive if he gets there, but again, we'll have to see. Yeah, uh, when I watched him play earlier this week, I thought, this is not a guy who's going to play in the American Hockey League. He's he's too good for that. He hasn't in 10 years. I, I don't see how it starts now. I, I just, you know, I think when he signed here, he, he had to have the idea that you know, as much as you might be loath to admit it, okay, I, I know that if I have a really good camp and this comes to a head, I've look, I've got the Leafs cap salary cap situation in front of me that I could be auditioning for another team for a couple of weeks. And uh, you know, what's today? Friday. We're gonna know in the next seventy-two hours whether that 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 came to fruition. But I think it's a real distinct possibility. But he's too good to play in the minors, so I don't see that. Okay, let's go on a couple of um, questions that could turn into in- interesting debates or could be a short-circuit answer. Um, are you more optimistic about the Leafs as they break camp this year than you would have been last year? Uh, I would say probably about the same. Uh, taking into it, like I, I, I might say even maybe less if you look at the, at the defense score, but you realize that, that changes can be made because they were last year and the person that they got that helped a lot was Luke Shen. And you go out and get that type of person in March, you're going to be better off for it. Um, does these, does getting to the second round uh, drive them any more uh, than the first round losses? Uh, not sure about that, Jim. I don't know how much that will be a factor once the playoffs do begin. Uh, you know, really in that five-game loss to Florida, I don't know what you pick out of that and say, okay, you know, here's what we're going to take from that. That was really good and, and make it better the next time we're in the postseason. A little bit more experience, I guess. The the fact that the uh, the albatross, the first round exits, is gone, I suppose, could could drive drive them a bit in a mental sense. But uh, you know, I I don't think there should be optimism. Period. I I think maybe if I look at that in the in the context of what's going on across the division and, and the other teams that are impacted by by some of their departures, maybe there should be a little bit more optimism for the Leafs to 
to win the Atlantic Division this year. Because, you know, Boston, all of their good players, especially in goal, uh, they're going to have to have repeats of what they did last year. If not, be better if they have to have hope. Because, like I said already, they're a lot more thin down the middle. Uh, I love Brad Marchand and David Pasternak, great hockey players, two of the best in the league at what they do. But, uh, you know, you lose Taylor Hall, you lose others there. I know they brought in a few players, but, you know, Bergeron and Krejci, you just don't replace those guys. So when you look at it in that context, perhaps this is a, a Leafs team that can make that surge if they can be as good as they have been in the past regular seasons. And we know that, you know, no matter the, the team makeup, Jim, they really don't take anything off. Games 1 to 82, do they have bumps along the way? Yes, they have had that. But, you know, you can almost pretty easily go to the bank and say the Leafs are going to record 100 points this year, and they do. So I, I would I would imagine that will happen again in 2023-24. Uh, I'm going to say I'm, I'm more optimistic um, just because uh, when it, we talk about the forward unit, I, I think maybe they, they shed, they, they got rid of a couple of uh, Swiss army knives, which is okay. doesn't yeah. bother me because I think the people that they have, they've, they've backfilled with are specific players for specific jobs. And, and I like that instead of having people move all over the place, you know, Bertuzzi's he has to play himself off that top line and, and nice has the ability to play his way up. But, but you're yep. talking about the left side. I think we're more confident about the goaltending because last year when we broke camp, uh, I, That's true. I, didn't, I didn't know how that was going to work out. And when Matt Murray went out uh, very early with the injury problem, it sort of opened a big door. So I, the blue line was a problem last year at camp, and it is this year. But I, but I think there's more pluses. On, like overall across the board? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, you're right. And you know what? Yeah, go back. The goaltending for sure because we we're, were uh, – when the team was breaking camp last year, you just didn't know, right? And in fact, you had the yeah. suspicion, well, how, how how will Matt Murray get through this? And we found out not well, and because he was hurt most of the time. And that wound up to be a trade that really backfired on the Maple Leafs. And now, of course, he's on LTIR. And I think we can safely assume, Jim, that he's played his last game in a Maple Leaf sweater. So there is there is that uh, uh, to take into account. So the goaltending is better. Um, but yeah, it just, you know, the Sheldon Keefe, I suppose, has has more security. The one, the one thing I, I do like, I should say, about you, know, you talked about the Swiss Army knives and, and you know the the Kerfits of the world, and uh, you know Noel Chari, and you know I know they got him later in the year. But the one thing I like that, that we've seen in through camp, I think we're going to see in the regular season is now you're using the Austin Matthews and Willie Nylanders to penalty kill. We saw which Marner can do and how effective he is at it, how good he is at, at it. So you get away, uh, you can argue, well, some of the forwards they they brought in, the Dolby's, Bertuzzi's, didn't have the capability to, 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 to get on the PK. But I think the time was right to put Matthews and Nylander there. I like what they've done through through uh, through the preseason. Now those other new guys that come in, you're not asking them to step out of their comfort zones. And you know that Matthews and Nylander, if you ask them to step out of their comfort zones and go kill penalties, they're going to be pretty good at it, and we've seen it. So there is that that I like as well. I, and I don't think that... You know, it's a real issue. Like I know Keith talked earlier about one thing you talk about is or you worry about is the, the the ice time. And if you have Matthews out on the PK, you're taking him away from a five on five shift, this sort of thing. Well, I think last year Mitch Marner played exactly one more minute than Austin Matthews did ice time wise start to finish. And you know, I think Mitch was just fine with it. So and the team was as well. I, I'm I'm curious, uh, optimistically curious to see how that works on the PK for them, but I just like that they've got their better players doing all those things. And, and just to close, uh, because we're closing off training camp, the, the fact that with with minimal draft 
picks over the last several years that you could have a, a Fraser Minton and an Easton Cowan yeah. uh, on the way and down the middle. I mean, that that's superb because two to three years from now, they're both on that team. And I just think that that's excellent. Yeah. You know what? If you, if you had any, uh, let's look at Matthews, Marner to a lesser degree, Nylander, they're surefire first rounders. You know what they're going to, you're going to get out of them. Willie is, you know, developed into one of the better players in the league. It took a little longer for him to get there, but that's where he is. So with that, your first rounders, Matthew and Martin, especially, you know what they're going to get. Now, now you're now you're getting down to the next tier, you know, Nyes, Mint, both second round picks. Mint, or uh, sorry, Callan this year, a first rounder, late first rounder, 28th overall. And you, you have to feel really good about it. And yeah, it's one cap for, for two of them that they've really shone, but, but Minton, if, if for whatever reason Minton was on the, uh, you know, decided to keep him for a nine game look or whatever, James in the opening lineup, I think he would be fine. I think Callum has really opened eyes. I don't think there's any doubt about that. There were eyebrows raised, the Leafs jumped up to take him at 28 because a lot of, he wasn't there in a lot of mock drafts, wasn't in the first round of a lot of mock drafts. What does he do? He comes in, development camp, shines, goes to Travis City, shines. And we're here we are talking about one last preseason game, and Easton Cowan remains with the team and has made it this far. So optimism there. We talked talked about Kokinen earlier on the blue line. Niemela is another guy that I think is going to eventually play for the team one day and do good things. You have that nucleus. So Kyle Dubas did leave some good things before he went to Pittsburgh in that regard. Terry, thanks for your time. We'll see you Wednesday night at the opener against Montreal. Sure thing, Jim. Thanks for having me. Last minute of play in this podcast. All right, lickety split. Yes, guy, no guy on the way out. You like the least forward unit. Oh, yes, guy. I've said this before in this podcast. Rotating snot. There could be one of these guys out on the ice on every line shift. Bertuzzi, if he plays in the first line. Domi, if he plays in the second line. Reeves, if he plays in the fourth line. And Matthew Nyes, if he plays in the third line. These guys all play with their own version of edge. They make it difficult to play against. I don't remember being able to say that for every line on the Leafs for quite some time. In fact, I don't think I ever have, but I have now. Yes guy, no guy number two. The blue line. You like the blue line. No guy. No, no, no guy. Not enough edge back there. So that's a work in progress. We'll see what happens during the course of the regular season. Yes guy, no guy. You like the goaltending. Oh, yes, I do. Samsonoff is going to do a nice job. And my buddy Ralphie tells me that Joseph Wall could battle him for the number one job. Now, of course, cross fingers for total health in both goaltenders. And we don't know what happens with Martin Jones, but I like what they have there. If they lose Jones, they're going to find another way to come up with somebody who can sort of drift between the AHL team and the NHL team, so like the goaltending. Hope you enjoyed Leaf Sky episode 130. Hope you come back next week for 131.